Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Oh my goodness, man. I saw that. I was like, okay, temporary blindness right now. What's good? What's going on? Happy Monday to you, and welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This is a daily news podcast where, you know, we like to keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Monday. That means it's a brand new week, brand new things to get into, and this is a big one. So Big Sean has finally responded to Kanye West's remarks about him that he made on Drink Champs a few weeks ago. And you know, Kanye was pretty much going in, so now we got Big Sean's side of the story. Also, Lil Durk has proposed to his longtime girlfriend, India, and ooh, this ring... I don't know if I ever seen that many carrots, man. <laughs> and lastly, in some unfortunate news, we have to report yet another death in the hip hop community. Rapper Drakeo the Ruler has passed away, and it happened at the Once Upon a Time in LA Festival out in Los Angeles. So, a couple of things to get to. Before we jump in, I do want to say make sure you follow the podcast for us, please. Whichever app you're on right now, if it's Spotify, if it's Apple Podcasts, if it's Stitcher, if it's iHeartRadio, all of those, just hit that follow button for us please and thanks now let's jump into it okay so let's start off on the smoke and this is some of actually the friendliest smoke that I might have ever witnessed because Kanye West went on drink champs a few weeks ago with Nori and he had a lot to say about Big Sean Big Sean was his biggest artist on good music and he basically went in saying signing Big Sean was the worst thing he ever did they should put it on his tombstone he said he changed Sean's life and Sean backstabbed him essentially I'm paraphrasing here but those were his sentiments and now Big Sean has done an episode of Drink Champs on his own and Sean is basically explaining where the rift between he and Kanye started how it happened and what it all stems from Yes, so the episode came out on Saturday and Big Sean, of course, his name was trending on social media and a bunch of clips uh, surfaced from the, it's a long episode, I think about two hours or so. About three hours. Yeah, big episode. So of course, a lot of clips were um, being clipped down of certain things that he said about Kanye West or kind of not answering back to what Kanye was saying in his episode, but just giving his thoughts and opinions about what Kanye said and uh, what happened during his time on Good Music. So let's hear a little bit of what Big Sean had to say. And they still clicked up and linked up, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I'm the only artist who put out five albums under good music. I'm the only one who put out back-to-back-to-back number ones, platinum albums, double platinum albums, platinum album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when... And by the way, being signed to Kanye is a golden opportunity. Right. It's something that I would... I He changed my life, and I love him for that. Mm-hmm. But every time Kanye has called on me, Every single time, no matter what I was doing, within one day's notice, I'm wherever he's at, bro. And whether Loyalty. it's to contribute to him in the studio, whether it's to contribute a line, mm. write a verse for him. Mm. He just take maybe parts of the verse, maybe the whole verse, maybe just to help him with his vibe, like just mm. to help him catch a vibe wherever he's at. Important note right there. So Big Sean is basically saying, like, I was on call for this man. I'm pulling up. I'm writing verses for this man. So this just lay the foundation of the dedication that he had to Kanye West, that he had to good music. Basically, Kanye's his idol, so on and so forth. Just we want to establish that first. Like I said, this is some of the nicest smoke that I've ever heard. So let's let's keep going. Oh, bro, I've traveled around the world for this man every time he's called. And have done this and not asked for publishing a lot of the times. Why? Because he gave me a golden opportunity of signing the good music. Right. Also an important note. Now, Sean is saying that, like, okay, I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart. But Kanye, as a leader, as the leader of a label, as a person who has Big Sean signed as an artist, that shows that Kanye was not paying Big Sean for a lot of the work that he was doing. That, that just establishes that fact right there. Like I said, Big Sean is saying it in a nice way, but he's letting you know what was happening. So, yeah, let's continue. A lot of people are signing good music. I just want to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people on good... Nobody on good music has put out five LPs and back-to-back-to-back number ones, right? Mm-hmm. So for irony's sake, mm-hmm. for irony's sake, mm-hmm. in 2015, when I won a VMA with Ye and John Legend, for irony's sake... Mm-hmm. For one man could change the world. I was the first person to tweet Kanye for president. That's an important note, too, because if you recall back to Kanye West's episode of Drink Champs, his whole thing was big with Big Sean was Big Sean ain't support me while I was running for president. Kanye mm-hmm. said Big Sean endorsed some Democratic candidates or endorsed the Democratic Party instead of riding with Kanye, who's supposed to be his mans, when Kanye was running for president. Now, Big Sean's basically saying, like, look, before you even knew you wanted to be president, I was saying you should be president. And then mm-hmm. Kanye and then uh, Big Sean actually went on to defend himself against what Kanye was saying about Sean not supporting him for running for president. All the right. first one. All right. Right? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. So when, <laughs> when I heard what he was talking about, it didn't make sense, bro, because, you know, my manager saw my record deal and said, this is a shitty record deal. I would never say that, though, because why it was an opportunity, I could work my way out of anything. And when you say management, you're not saying Rock Nation? Yeah, I'm saying Rock Nation. Okay, Rock yeah. Nation, okay. Yeah, Ooh, yeah actually, also he important. Yeah, I'm saying Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Jay Brown. Mm-hmm. Said it was wow. the worst deal he'd ever seen. Wow. Oh. And this man, I had to spend my own money auditing my label because millions of dollars are missing, and you can tell when millions of dollars are missing. Oh, of course. Right? Yes, you should be. I, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my label, Mm-hmm. Thinking Universal owed me this money, and the money had been paid to good music. Damn. When I heard that, I was like, yo, come on, man. Come on, Kanye. Ain't no way you doing Big Sean like this. Like, I was really hurt for that man when I heard that. Right. That's a big, that's big. Especially when it comes, like, the money and deals and stuff like that. Even someone like Kanye West, we really don't hear a lot of, like, oh, we hear about, you know, 
Diddy not paying artists or, you know, things like that in the music industry. But coming from Kanye, that is crazy. Yeah, that was especially hurtful, man. Just especially when you hear Kanye going on these rants about, oh, paying the artists and, oh, I want to see the late, I want to see my record contract. I want to see my recording contract from Universal. I want to see this. I want to see that. And to hear that this is what was happening at Good Music, like that Universal paid Good Music this money and this money that was supposed to be paid to Big Sean from Good Music was not paid to him for for whatever reason. I, you can't say it was, you know, Kanye directly. You don't know if it was shady accounting, whatever, whatever was happening. But at the end of the day, good music is Kanye's label. So you, the blame got kind of has to fall on Kanye for that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the number that Sean was throwing out there was 6 million, I think. So to know that Kanye is in the billion club, at least according to him. Mm-hmm. And then Sean saying that, you owe me this measly, measly six million and you got billions of dollars. Like, why haven't you paid me my money? That was the question Big Sean was asking. And I felt like Nori was kind of on the side of Kanye or he was trying to be impartial, but he kept kind of advocating for Kanye saying, oh, do you know that it was Kanye? Did you ask him for the money? Did you da 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 da? It felt like Nori was kind of caping for Kanye the whole time. And Big Sean was really standing his ground like, no, man, you don't you don't do that. (laughs) Like as somebody who's supposed to be your artist, your friend, a person that comes through for you on every occasion. And you have been contacted by legal to say, hey, where's this money at after an audit and you still don't pay the money? Like, come on, man. Yeah, it is. It's not good business. It doesn't look good at all. It's. It's very disrespectful in a way as well. So that sucks. Yeah. And he also went on to say it's like not all about the money either. Sean was like, I haven't done a 7 a.m. on Bridal Path, which of course is Drake's latest Kanye diss. Um, He was like, I haven't put the issues in no music. Like I haven't jumped on a song talking bad about him. He's basically saying through all of these issues, he still loves Kanye. He just wants Kanye to do right by him. He's still thankful for the opportunity at Good Music. He still said Kanye changed his life, showed him love, big dubbed him throughout the interview. But he was just saying, like, I got to state facts in the way in the way that things are and the way that things went down. So that's what it was. And another very, very important thing to note about this interview is there's so many clips floating around, so it's hard to find the exact clip. But he basically said all of this stems from Kanye's obsession. That's the word he used. He said all of this stems from Kanye's obsession with Drake. This whole issue between Kanye and Big Sean comes from Big Big Sean having Drake on a song on his album and Kanye needing to jump on that song because he knew it was going to be a hit with Drake and he wanted to be on the song. Drake mm. didn't Drake didn't want Kanye on the song according to Big Sean. And of course, Big Sean being loyal to Kanye is still going to put Kanye on the song cuz that's his boss and his man's. And so that all kind of started the deterioration of Drake and Big Sean's relationship and it also just highlighted how far back it goes with Kanye and Drake. And what is Kanye's real issue with Drake? That's a, a question I keep asking myself. Like, is it just really because Drake is the man? Like, what? We really have never gotten to the root of that in this whole back and forth between Drake and Kanye. Like, it seems like Kanye has more of an issue with Drake than Drake does with Kanye. Yeah. Let me bring that up. It kind of feels like, is it because Drake is deemed the 
you know, the most popular artist in in the world. And I mean, Kanye's a popular artist too, but does he feel like he is not number one? Like Drake may be at times. Like, is it um not jealousy, but just wanting to be that big of an artist and Kanye doesn't think he can get it? Beat Drake? I don't know. I'm starting to think it is. I'm re- I really am. Like, does it is it not enough to have more money than him? Like, you're richer than him. I feel like that should be enough for you. But I don't think that's enough for Kanye. I think he wants that position, like you said. Like, he wants to be the one liked, adored by everyone. And Kanye is almost, well, He before the whole MAGA and all of that, he was universally, like, liked by, well, at least hip-hop. At least the hip hop community, he was universally liked and heralded as one of the best in our our greats. So um, I felt like he he was in a close position. Might have been um, maybe in that same top three or whatever. But I just feel like I don't know. It's something about Drake's standing in the game that grinds his gears, and I don't think it's really a personal problem with Drake. Like <laughs> I don't think Drake did anything to him. I just think he feels a certain way about Drake standing in the game. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, what can you do about it? You can't, you can't take this man out. Hope you can't. So I recall the rap radar interview with Drake, where he was like, Kanye has problems with me that I can't fix. And that Mm. stuck with me because it's like, if nothing was done specifically to you, Oh, maybe it's the Kim thing. Maybe it's Drake alluding to sleeping with Kim. Maybe that's the thing that got him. But I f- still feel like that came after Kanye doing shady stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sure, man. But to hear Big Sean say that the deterioration of Sean and Kanye's relationship was because of Drake is just really, really crazy to me. Like, if another man that you allegedly don't even like can make you fall out with one with one of your best people like that's just crazy to me and then another thing big sean highlighted in the interview was how kanye big ups drake in interviews basically saying like he's one of the greatest but in interviews when kanye talks about big sean he's saying it's the worst decision he ever made that's wild to me like this man wrote verses for you. This man is on a plane with you and your family. He's doing this with you, doing that with you, and you talking about him like a dog in an interview. Meanwhile, you linking up with Drake, who is was your mortal enemy two months ago, and doing a concert with him, and and sharing all this love with him. But yet you treating Big Sean like this, like that. That was real sick to me. I'm not gonna lie. Right. So the fact that Sean comes up here and like you said, is the most like respectful or like nicest smooth settling beef is I admire it from Big Sean because he could have talked greasy or crazy about Kanye West but he really just came in calm and just said what it was and it makes you look at Kanye like wow what he did was kind of crazy versus Kanye being on his on this Drink Champs episode where he was like saying all this stuff about Big Sean worst decision yada yada and Sean is just like you know what all right you know just just so cool about it but yeah yeah and you can tell he still has genuine love for him he wasn't trying to kick his back in but at the same time you got to defend yourself sometimes with somebody dragging your name through the mud so 
I, I see what Big Sean did. He's very mature because I would have had to air it out. Like, look, first of all, I would have been on some Tupac, hit him up, okay? Because Kanye, <laughs> Kanye wild for that. But we're going to move along because this could be a whole episode. This is Kanye, Big Sean debacle. But we got to talk about some love in the hip-hop community, some deep love, okay? Lil Durk has finally proposed to his girlfriend, his longtime girlfriend, India Love. I was about to call her India Love. India Royale, not India Love. That's a totally different person. So um, it was a beautiful proposal. He did it at a show. And this ring, oh, my goodness, man. When I saw that, I was like, okay, temporary blindness right now is, is going on right here. So many carrots, so many baguettes, all of that. What did you think of this proposal, though? I thought the proposal was... I mean, it was pretty cute. They were in Chicago, um, which is where they're from. And it was for, I think, the radio station WGCI was putting it on. And, um, you know, Lil Durk always brings India India to his shows and brings her on stage and things like that. But this time, of course, was different. Um, he gets on one knee. He has the ring. He brings her out. Everybody's exciting, shouting all the videos. I thought it was pretty cute. It's cute for a, um, not cute for a rapper, like in a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, in a snap a snotty way but you know it makes sense performer he always brings her out performs to her on stage i thought it was cute she came out with the fendi shawl on stunting on him (laughs) i said she was dressed for the occasion yeah no i liked his proposal speech though can we hear a little bit of that this is him getting on one knee right now that's why the crowd is going crazy so it's kind of hard to hear but he basically was like i love you i'll kill somebody about you will you be my wife that was the sentiments of Lil dirk's proposal i mean it's it's fitting (laughs) it makes sense I, i believe him when he says that actually I do believe he will um, unalive someone for for India. I do. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cute to see. So congrats to Lil Durk in India. That was a great moment amidst some horrible moments we had this weekend, for sure. Right. Now, lastly, we do have to touch on one of those horrible moments I was speaking of. Drakeo, the ruler, is unfortunately no longer with us. He passed away after being stabbed in the neck this weekend at the Once Upon a Time Festival out in L.A. Yeah, according to the Los Angeles Times, um, a public information officer for the Los Angeles Fire Department, uh, Margaret Stewart, they had said that the paramedics responded to a call about a stabbing around 8.40 p.m. local time over there, and that one person was taken to a hospital in critical dish- in critical condition. So, Later finding out that that was Drake Yoda Ruler. Um, news was reporting that he was just in the critical condition. And a couple hours a couple hours later is when it was announced that he had actually passed away from the stabbing. Yeah, I saw this and I was just shaking my head, man. Because I'm like, okay, so now, now this is, it's already been a trend, but it's becoming more frequent. Like we're losing people back to back every week at this point. And it's just like, I don't even know as far as like, remedying it the problem like what I don't even know how to pinpoint the exact issue like is it is it beef with it between artists is it 
things that they already had going on in the streets outside of music. Like, I'm really not sure. And I was just really trying to pinpoint it after I heard this because I'm like, yo, this is at least the third or fourth week in, the, in a row, literally, that we have lost a rapper. That's not an exaggeration. That's, that's literally fact. <laughs> like, you go from uh, this week, Drake Yale the Ruler, to Slim 400, to Young Dolph, to everybody else that we lost this year. And it's just like, all right, we got we to gotta start. We got to start really putting our mind to a solution or how we actively prevent this because it's not even at a point where you can control it anymore. It's more of a point like, all right, how are we going to actively prevent it? Mm-hmm. Well, after it happened, you know, Snoop Dogg was one of the people that was supposed to headline the festival that night, and he came out with a statement. He said, I'm saddened by the events that took place last night at Once Upon a Time Festival he said, my condolences go out to the family and loved ones of Drake Hill, the ruler. I'm not with anything negative, and as one of the many performers, I was there to spread positive vibes only to my city of L.A. Last night, I was in my dressing room when I was informed about the incident and chose to immediately leave the festival grounds. My prayers go out to everyone affected by the tragedy. Please take care, love one another, and stay safe, y'all. I'm praying for peace in hip-hop. That was what Snoop Dogg had to say about it. And I thought that was um, a good way to address it as best as you can in a situation like this. Because it's kind of sad to to know that, like, Snoop Dogg knew to leave immediately once that happened. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he also put in his statement, I was there as one of many performers, basically, like, trying to um, put it off from being a Travis Scott situation, how kind of everybody was making him responsible for Astroworld. Because I think, um, well, at least I was under the impression that Once Upon a Time in L.A. Festival was like a Snoop Dogg thing. I kind of thought that that was his thing. I don't know if it mm-hmm. is or if it isn't, but I guess Snoop Dogg was clarifying it here. Like, I was one of many performers, so this was not my thing. I think that's what he was kind of trying to say with that. So, yeah, just just sad all around, man. Rest in peace to Drakeo the Ruler. Rest in peace to all the other artists that we lost this year. It's starting to sound like a broken record at this point. I know. I was just thinking about how many times we've had like a rest in peace in our episodes. And especially lately, like these last two months alone have been always something. So it is just sad. And I don't know. We can say we want to see a change, but, you know, will it ever happen? We don't know. But it is sad. Yeah, it is. And Wiz Khalifa actually had an interesting take on it. And I thought what he said was really what people needed to hear. He was like, as entertainers, let's try some ish next year, minding our own business. Not this, not disrespecting each other's family, dead homies, or the area they come from. Stop using someone else's significant other as a one-up to the other person. Actually showing the same love you expect. Not saying any of these are a direct cause of violence, but changing them could help. And I think that is a good place to start. Like, Let's let's mind our own business. Don't be worried about what the next man is doing. You don't have to comment on everything that somebody else is doing because it's a hot topic in the culture. Because when the fans and internet trolls comment on something, that's one thing. The artists expect that. But when they see another artist, one of their peers commenting on whatever they're doing, if it's in a negative manner, now they want to do something to that artist because you talked about me in public. And now I got to do something because people online are... Uh, instigating it and egging it on. And then also stop disrespecting each other, family, dead homies, and area they come from. 
we know that people are sensitive about that. So if you're talking about somebody's family member, you're talking about somebody's friend that passed away, or you're talking about they city, in quotations, because it's really not they city. They don't own it. But if you disrespect all of that, we know that that creates issues with people. That's where a lot of these issues stem from. So that and then the using somebody significant other to one up each other thing. We just saw that with Quavo and Lil Baby. <laughs> like we just literally saw that a few weeks ago. Now, nothing came to violence with them. But I'm just saying like those type of situations can lead to that as well. So I think Wiz hit it on the head. Like, let's try all of that next year and let's see how that works out. Yeah, exactly. I agree with what he said. I'm glad he said it. So yeah, hopefully yeah. they listen. Right. And we're going to leave it on that note. Let's let's be hopeful going into 2022. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on every platform. Asia is A-S-H-I-A and Sky is S-K-Y-E. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. That's A-Y-E-E-E. B-U-B-B. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.